creation starts from vision. It starts way before the thing actually exists. And if we're not visualizing, we're stunting our creativity and our growth, right? So we have to position ourselves to be able to think. Joy, welcome back to Dev Keel, part two of our excellent conversation with you. I'm excited to have this again. You're always one of the favorites. So welcome back. How are you? I am always, always, always excited to be with you. Joy, it's such an honor. And a lot of people were so interested in what you were talking about in our first episode. And if you didn't see the first episode, everyone, click here above, somewhere in the corner, go check it out. It's over there and watch that amazing episode that we had for part one with Joy. And Joy, in part two, people are really interested to know, especially the people who want to go into kind of ideas, especially with an online presence of their business, your insight, because you have such an engaging way to um, present yourself online on different platforms and connect with your audience. So from that aspect of things, especially for entrepreneurs, business-minded people, what are some you know, insights that you have and platforms actually that you recommend that people really engage with in growing an audience and why? Before you can create or before you journey into the online space of creating, I think it's so important to get comfortable with self. Like when you become who you are and you're comfortable in that, then your presence of being available online, it's consistent across the board because you don't have to change. Now, I do want to say for me, this was an altering space for me. And I come from corporate America in the 90s and the early 2000s where things were different. You had to be a certain way. You had to operate a certain way. Who you are as a person didn't really have a space. And it's like, but that's not natural to who I am, right? Who I am as a person involves all of these different dynamics of me. And I went through my own process of therapy, of coaching, of personal development, of really getting clear on self-mastery and what that means and what that looks like for me, not based on any judgment or anything from anybody else, but what I felt comfortable with myself. And then in that space, um, the online presence became, I didn't have to do anything but show up as myself, right? And I think that when we can get comfortable with whoever that we are, instead of trying to be like, oh, this influencer or this person or that person, I gotta do it like this because that's how they did it or I gotta do it like that. There are 7.5 billion people in the world. Your people are out there. The people who resonate with you and your energy and who you are is absolutely enough and it matters and is needed. So I think the first start is really getting clear and getting comfortable with you and self of who you are. Like, that's the, that's the first step. I've never heard that before. <laughs> well, and, and the reason I say I'm saying that is because immediately when I hear people say, okay, for my business, I want to do this for my branding. I want to do this. I just got to throw myself on all these platforms shared everywhere, no matter what. And that's, it's, there's no conscious way of knowing why you're doing it and the how of doing it. Right. And I, I've never heard that way of 
your approach, like understand who you are, what you want to offer, why it is you want to offer, and then get on the platform. I, I think that's incredible. I think it's yeah, great. Yeah, because, cool you know, I, I think that it opens up more opportunity for you because I don't believe in us as people being stuck in a box, right? Like so many, so often, and this is this is kind of approach that I use from a coaching standpoint. When I coach with partners, I don't have like this box that you have to fit into because I think that that's inauthentic. I think that let's understand who you are and let's understand how you show up and then let's create the present around that thing versus trying to take you and mold you into something that you're not. And I think it's the same thing when we're thinking about our online presence. Understand more about you because who you are as a person may align more with one platform than it does another. You may have a different energy with one that attracts the people of who you are versus thinking that you have to do it this and you have to do that and you have, there's no have to, right? Everybody in life is figuring it out. Nobody has done the thing that they've done before they've done the thing. There's always a starting point and people are sharing what they figured out based on their own journey. Nobody knew. Nobody knew how to exist online this way before COVID happened in this capacity. We never experienced COVID before. So guess what happened? Everybody who was in a space, some people said, I'm gonna figure this out and I'm gonna learn it and I'm gonna make it work for me. When they figured out what that looked like, they said, huh, this is an opportunity for me to tell all these people how to do a thing that I figured out. That's what life and business is all about. Figuring out how do I navigate and how do I strategize? How do I take these pieces of, of the puzzle and make it into something that's authentic to who I am and share it more than anything? Show up. And I, it, and I, and I say that because I had to tell myself, I had to yeah. tell myself that, right? Like, you're talking from lived experience. That's what's so incredibly important about what you're saying. You're not just, you know, picking this wisdom you know from ran some random tree this is something that you've lived you've gone through you experience and now you teach people and for all of our listening viewing audience joy's program is going to be here in the description check it out connect with her if this resonate and if this is right for you because it's an absolutely amazing thing if you want to get on this journey and do it with joy well here's her info below go check it out and also comment below Tell, let us know what you think about what Joy's saying is that uh, what a lot of people get stuck with is this idea like, oh, you know, they get way too stuck on analytics, right? Because now with YouTube and Instagram and all these things, it's like, oh, how many people saw my whatever today? How many people engaged with my whatever today? So how do you guide people through that process in letting them know, hey, look, you know, stay to your core message versus worrying about numbers. What, what's usually your approach to that? So, so I think the thing is that one data is important because data helps us to navigate and move along the pathways to figure out if we should go this way or we should go that way. But when we pull back, there's data for everything and anything has data attached to it. But when we pull back, and we realize that the data is going to be there regardless, right? The data is going to be there in every way. But let the data 
be secondary. The thing that we need to really approach is what's the value add, right? Let's not look at the data. Let's concentrate on the value add. When you add the value, one, when you're showing up as yourself, when you're showing up and you're understanding what your why is and stop trying to figure out the how so much and be connected to the why and adding value, the data will begin to present to you what it needs to present to you. Like coming into this online space, there's all of these people who tell you, like, know your numbers, know your, increase your following and blah, blah, blah. Numbers matter, right? They do matter. And so my background for over 23, 24 years has been an accountant, right? So numbers, numbers are a thing to me. Um, numbers and business operations and all the things, they matter. But how much do they matter if the value that's attached to them is not something that is adding to someone's journey, that is helping someone evolve, that's helping someone grow, and that's creating more of an impact in the life in which you're doing the business that you're doing. The numbers will tell you, you know, it's a report card. It'll tell you where you are, but it shouldn't be the, the main focus. The main focus should literally, what's the value add? And what's your purpose? What's your why? Follow that. And all of the stuff will begin to to come through. Like it'll it'll, it'll begin to follow. I want to thread exactly on the point you're making because it's really really important because it adds up to everything else to get to a quote unquote successful point in your life with what you're trying to do. What happens many times is that they don't see results quick enough and they get burnout and they think no one cares at all about their voice and what they're doing and it's a bunch of whatever. Like how do you? generally approach your partners in that way to be able to let them know, Hey, you know what? You are worth listening to and you have something of value to give to people. And, and especially on a timeline basis. Why do we want it to happen so fast? What, what's the actual outcome or result that we're looking for? Typically people are working to move fast or get the followers or what? Typically the next thing is let me get all these followers so I can make money. And then when you make money, you're making money for what? So you can get a thing. And then when you get that thing, what does that thing bring you? If it's happiness or belonging or, or being seen or heard or valued or loved or all those things, if that's what the end result of moving so fast to get all the matrix, all the, all the following, all the money, how can you create that without the process, right? That's, it's interesting you frame it that way, especially to try to keep the end in mind because it's like, why are you doing the thing that you're doing? Because if you're doing it almost solely for money, which is not really that bad of a thing because people want, you know, money for, for freedom, for leverage, for whatever it is, you know, in their life for, you know, getting out of debt. I mean, there, there's good reasons to want to do it for money, you know, but, but, it's, still, it's, but it's still a reason behind the money, exactly, right? Exactly. Because money, really money doesn't even exist, right? True, true. It's, it, it's a, this, it doesn't, it's a made up thing that thinks. So if you're doing it for the sole point of the money, you want the money for something. Maybe that's security, maybe that's safety, maybe that's comfort, maybe that's love, maybe that 
still, if it's for the money, it deduces down to the same things. So Joy, I would just love to go into your own personal insights and experiences just about life in general and some insights that you've had along your journey that would just be fun and interesting to share with our viewing and listening audience. So let's go into that. You know, I'm all up for this thing called life. I'm all up. You know, I'm a people advocate. I love, 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 love people, even though people come with this myriad of different variances that come into the ball, but you take the good and you take the not so good and the indifferent. But overall, at the core of who we are as people, no matter what color you are, no matter where you were born, no matter what your circumstances, no matter your haves and your have not, at the core, we are humans that are made up of heart, emotion, love, kindness. We wanna be cared for, we wanna be seen, we wanna be valued, we wanna belong. And we're all made up, when you take off all the skin, it's all vein, it's all blood, it's all heartbeat and lungs and kidneys and bones that make us up. And we're all generally the same. We have more commonality, no matter who we are, or where we are, that's similar than we do those that make us different. And we have to stop and we have to pull down those barriers that try to impede and intrude on the humanistic way of us being, which is really about being loved. Right. I, I I agree with that in the entirety of what you said. And, you know, the thing is, obviously, in the course of history, there's been some horrible things that have happened and just, you know, stupid people doing stupid things and just really, really sad and tragic. And, and the thing and it's exactly what we said. If you were, you know, uh, with a less sort of grotesque way of explaining it, if, if we were all cremated, we would all. Ash, you know, I mean, none of us are going to be like glowing, but you know, butterflies somewhere. We're all going to be exact. We all exactly that we're all, you know, dust in the wind. So it's just like, I think it's kind of shifting too, in a way. You can kind of feel it. I think so. I think we, I think we're living more in a world where there, though there is bad things and people who have some struggles and challenges, I think that's always going to be the case. Um, but I think we are living more in a world where we're embracing more kindness, oh, for sure. where we're operating from a place of understanding that we all are human and we all have a commonality. I don't think anybody wakes up and like, oh my goodness, I want to have the worst day ever. Like, I, I wonder if my colleagues are like that. <laughs> I, don't I, don't, I won't ever ask them, I promise. You know. Now people may operate <laughs> that way yeah. because they're choosing there's always i think we talked about this before there's always choice mm -hmm. we always are choosing this or we're choosing that when we say yes to one thing we're saying no to another thing so when we wake up and people find themselves in their in that state they're just choosing what they've been feeding all along however at any moment if they choose to feed the more optimistic positive side of things and being optimistic and positive doesn't mean that the bullshit still doesn't exist right it just means i'm choosing no matter what the circumstances that i'm going to show up with intention i'm going to show up for what i want and i'm going to show up for what i'm trying to create for myself and in the world that i'm creating and i'm living in. what you're saying is so important because if you grew up 
in a situation maybe traumatic or just you know just really haunts you some memory of some whatever it is like ptsd and all that like unfortunately that energy if you don't the issue is like what you just said if you don't if you don't resolve it then it lingers forever so you can grows like yeah and like you said, you can shift it to something else, but you got to go through it first, right? And it might be an ugly process, but if you get you come out the other side, right? Not might be an ugly process. It is. It's <laughs> it's an absolute extreme ugly process. So I often share with people, I didn't get to this place of life with everything being flower and sunshine and birds singing little lullaby songs. I went through hard moments that broke me in different places. I experienced moments of depression. I experienced moments of of isolation and disappointment and hurt and all anything you can imagine, which I believe is a story that we all have, right? <laughs> We've all experienced moments that that weren't always the best. The thing is, what do you do in those moments? How do you handle those moments and how do you make the decision to say, all right, this moment happened. It's not the best moment and I don't like it and I would rather not have it. However, what I'm not going to do is allow this moment and this circumstance to begin to shape my whole future, right? It happened at this particular junction of life. We still have this life to go. Why let this one thing interfere with all the things and all the possibilities and all the greatness awesome that can happen? I would, I'm not going to let it happen. That's why your energy is contagious because you, you know, can help, you know, and especially I imagine when you work with people, you can help them push them in that direction or yeah, not push them, but you lead them yeah. in that direction so that they can Man, get on their own Devin, journey. Devin, I love, when I tell you, I tell you all the time, I love People. I'm a people advocate. And then when I work with, um, I don't really like to call them clients. I like to call them partners, right? Because we're on this journey and it's a partnership that we have together. It's not me as a coach. I don't tell you what to do. I don't tell you how to do it. I basically partner with you to open up the opportunities and to explore all that's available to have you think a little bit further than what you think, than what you're thinking, to open up different windows and avenues to see that there are possibilities and opportunities out here. And we're never stuck in one position. As long as we blink and we're breathing, we have the opportunity to create. We're made in no matter what your religion is. I don't need, I don't even care what it is, but I believe that we're all made in the image of God, whoever God is for you and to you. The world was created in some kind of way. And if the world was created in some kind of way, let's use God as this terminology, right? Let's say God created the world, the world. And in the Bible, it says that God created the heavens and the earth and we're made in his image. And if he made the world and he's a creator and we're made in his image, that means that we're creators and we create our world and we have the ability to begin to create different things in our life and our world just like God did because we're creators. We're That's what we do as humans. We create, right? When you think about the timeline of life, 
way back when, when there was no electricity. Guess what somebody did? Somebody created it. Somebody created oh, exactly. electricity. Exactly. When when there were no cars, guess what somebody did? Created oh, it. Man. When there were no telephones, guess what somebody did? Created it. When there were no airplanes, somebody created it. When there was no Amazon, somebody created it. When there was no Google, somebody created it. You know, everything that we have, somebody created it. But creation doesn't start from a place of tangible substance. Creation starts from vision. It starts way before the thing actually exists. So we as people have to learn how to tap into what vision is and being able to have that childlike imagination to say, I wonder what it would be like to create X, Y, and Z. As we become adults and start adulting, we begin to lose our connection and we begin to lose our creativity from an imagination standpoint. And then these shackles begin to hold us down. And then begin the, the biggest shackle is the shackle that comes on our head where we stop thinking, we stop dreaming, we stop imagining, and we stop doing these things that put us in position in order to visualize because it happens from a visual standpoint. You have to visualize it before it can actually be a thing. And if we're not visualizing, we're stunting our creativity and our growth, right? So we have to position ourselves to be able to think and be able to vision and be able to create and imagine. Like that's where things are created. That's so beautiful. And Joy, you know what? Like just thinking about what you said with that, which was so incredible. The inspiration comes from somewhere, right? We don't know where, but it does come. And the thing is, you know, I love, you know, watching these science shows and, you know, uh, I, I really like Carl Saigon before. And, you know, he, he was so inspirational about talking about the universe, etc. And even what Da Vinci talked about a long time ago, etc. But, you know, the the universe itself is made up of things we can't see. Like, I, I can't remember the actual percentage, but I think it's more than 95% of the universe is like dark matter or dark yeah. uh, energy that, not dark like in a mystical way, but just dark. Yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we can't yes, scientifically visually. put, yeah, we can't, it's not visible naked eye and we can't like quantum, we can put a certain metric behind it. Supposedly, yeah. I don't, I don't know all the minutia behind the science. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm butchered. But the point, my, the main point I'm trying to make is that everything's about perspective, right? There's the majority of what exists, we have no idea what it is. That's the point, is what I'm trying to get at. So for us to become these people, you know, and and we gotta rein it in sometimes, like with these tremendous egos, if yeah. you know they stop us from living a fulfilling life we have to realize that there's way so much more out there that is not even known to us and we're worried about the burnt toast you know yes yeah. exactly be, right exactly. that's why i love your energy and your personalities because it just is contagious to people who want to be able to uh better their lives or get at least have a different perspective on where they're at where they want to go how they want to get there and they connect with you. And that's a beautiful thing. You know? Do you know something, something that I often do, um, and I do this in groups, I do this when I'm with friends and, and family, is to tap into the imagination, right? To have us think. So um, 
I'll come up, let's say there are four of us at the table and I'll come up with some words and the words can be um, elephant, candle, butterfly, and bottle, right? And through those words, we have these words and we have to create a story, right? So each person starts with, all right, you start a story and this is your word. So you have to create a story and you have to use this word or this character that's in it. And then when you start the story, the next person takes the story and like creates the story in it. And then it goes to the next person. So it's like this big old story that's being created that's full of fun and full of imagination and full of all these things that turns into so much fun. But it allows us to tap into the creativity that we have by creating this story based on the these indicators that we input, inject into the story, and it comes into the, it's so much fun. I love doing it because it, it gets people into a great creative imagination space and it's, and it's collective. What, what is the name of that exercise? I don't even know. It's just something, just something <laughs> that I, something that I do to create more. I don't know. I have to come should, up with a name for it. I don't Yeah, have come it. with a name so I can like, you know, suggest that, you know, to my wife and some people and, and do that because I think so that's it'll, a great idea. I'm telling you, it'll be so much fun if you had like a group of friends over and you guys are just having a group of friends and maybe, so here's my creative brain, right? Get like a, a box of uh, uh, some sheets of paper and write one word. Everybody write all types of different words on it and put it in. And then as each person go around, pick a word from the bucket from the box and then that's the part of your story. You have to use that word in your story, but you have to add to the other story and it'll become so, so cool. much fun and funny and things. Wow. It's so, it'll, yeah, it'll be I so great. That. Well, but next time we speak, put a name on that and then I'm, you get, and then we can promote that particular thing. You know, that would be pretty I'm gonna, cool. I'm going to figure out what that name is. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. I love, and patent yeah. it at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. That'd be good. Get some money. Somebody on be it. like, oh, that's a great idea. I heard of the show. <laughs> Get I'm some money on that. I'm going to make but, this into a thing. I'm going to name it. Yeah. The, the joy, the, the box of joy or something like that, you know? Something. So, I got to so, figure it out. Get a I clever name. Joy, as always, has just been in an amazing conversation with you. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, have you on. People really, really get inspired when they hear your incredible wisdom. It's always of such value. And I really want people, especially if they're on this journey, as we've been talking about, like of self-discovery, really want to put themselves out there to really offer something unique value and just of positivity in their own unique way it could be in a business way it could be in another way whatever it may be you could really be a great facilitator and a coach to them in that way and you offer a great part of your business in that way to your partner so where can people connect with you find you follow you and just be in touch with you in general so i am accessible on all platforms at inspiring joy Inc. that's i-n-c and i am an advocate for people and joining the journey to activate more in life, business, and money for us to grow and thrive. So if anything kind of resonates in that area of life, business, or money, and you're ready for more, and you're ready to avail yourself and open up yourself to get more, connect. Like, I love to see people. I love people being heard and valued and really creating that space of all the things that's within and how we can really push beyond the things that's holding us back from our full potential. So inspiring joy, Inc. 
um, on all platforms as as well as my website, which is inspiringjoyinc.com. Excellent, Joy. And for all of our viewing listening audience, we're going to include all of Joy's info as always in the description, pin comments, show notes, everywhere. So you can be very accessible and click on it and connect with Joy ASAP. Joy, thank you so much again. It was an honor. Thank you. And a privilege. Thank you so much. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Take care, everyone, and we wish you all well.